All right, welcome to another edition. Because fantasy football matters, intern John is back. I'm Rob Brinkman. He's Jesse King. Miss anything, check us out on iTunes, our Facebook page, Because Fantasy Football Matters, or A2D Radio. Just switch it up a little bit. We're done with our positional mock drafts, our positional rankings, if you will. Going to get into some draft strategy with our 10 draft commandments that you should 100% live by. That'll ensure that you're at least off to the right start. You won't lose your draft. Lose your league at the draft if you follow the commandments. You can't win it, win it. Uh, championship at the draft, but you could certainly lose it. So we've cultivated 10 draft commandments to help you win the draft. And we'll also get in later in the episode into some uh, breakouts and busts. So, Jesse, let's get right into it. 10 draft commandments. Commandment number one, you got to know the rules. One, got to know the rules. Got to know the rules. You got to know if it's PPR or not PPR, half-point PPR, how many points you get for a passing touchdown, four or six, if there's bonuses for 100-yard rushers or 125-yard rushers, receiving bonuses, passing bonuses. You got to know your rules. Yeah, how many running backs you can have on your roster, you know, everything, everything. If you have to draft a kicker or not. Yeah, you know, those yeah. are things. <laughs> Jess? Those are things that you need to know beforehand. I wonder why you are saying that. Because it's number one on the 10 draft commandments. You gotta know your rules. And you know, it may seem like a super obvious one, but you know, it's not. I've been in situations- I've made the mistake. I've made the mistake as well. I get getting a kicker in the free agent after the draft and everything else, but you should just draft a kicker just to have on your team and just to be a starter. No. That's it. If the rules don't make if you, you had do shown it, up to, don't the, do to it. the kicker position preview, you would know. And we'll get to the kicker later on in our 10 draft commandments. But all right. Commandment number two. Have a draft plan. Your draft plan have specific targets based on your scoring system and based on average draft position. Know where you can get your targets at a reasonable value so you're not. Number one, you don't pass on a target and then he's not there coming back around or you don't just completely reach and just completely kill the value of your target. So gotta have a specific draft plan. Draft plan. Thoughts, comments, concerns. I always like to have a plan and that's how you don't, that's how you, well, I don't wanna ruin the third draft commandment, but we might as well just go right into it. If you have a draft plan, you have an idea of what you want, you have running backs and receivers that you like late. So if you miss out on some of the early ones, you got guys to grab, you know exactly what quarterbacks you want so you don't go early. If you if you have a plan like that, you won't panic. And that's, that's the, the third draft commandment. Don't panic in your draft. Have a plan and stick to it. Have contingencies. You're not going to get all your targets. You're just not. No one ever does. No. Unless you reach for them, which I don't recommend because it kills what we always talk about, value. So have contingency plans. Oh, I didn't get Fournette, but, you know, I like Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Or Kareem Hunt or whoever it may be. Or know who you want the next time it comes around. If it's a Derrick Henry versus a Lamar Miller. You know, go through. That's why you need to... 
uh, do mock drafts. You know, so you go through that mental exercise of deciding between these these players when there's there's just very fine differences. You know, they're all in the same tier, but who do you really like more than the other, or who do you want more than the other? Gotta have plan. Gotta have a plan, but also don't panic. You're not gonna get all your targets. Have contingencies in place. Uh, rule number four is don't be biased. Don't exclude Cowboys and Giants from your rankings. It's fantasy football. It's totally different. Never. If you like, if you are a big Ravens fan, don't be an idiot and pass on Le'Veon Bell when he's supposed to be drafted or Antonio Brown. They're gonna shred your team. You're just gonna have to live with it. Just. Leave your biases out of it. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. I have the fourth pick in a draft coming up Sunday. I might have Zeke on my team. You have to. Yeah. With that O-line and everything else, you have to. Now, my thing is, when you're saying don't leave bias and everything else, like, don't don't you think you should draft players within the division because you can watch them more and maybe enjoy the game more? That's, and and that's, if that's your personal thing, yeah. I don't. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, this is your team, so you should draft the players that you want and that you want to watch. That's how you're going to have the best experience throughout the fantasy team. Yes. Throughout the fantasy season, might not be necessarily the best way to win, but I've seen all kinds of teams win, especially in football. I mean, nobody knows whose knee's going to pop or who's going to have some freak injury or who's going to be a bust. Uh, what this podcast tries to do is try to give you, you know weigh the risks of each player, and some people have much risk, but everyone's a risk in football. It's a violent sport. As much as they don't want it to be, it's a violent sport. It so is. football out bad. of all the fantasy sports can be the biggest crap. And they're trying to save the middle. Trying. Can't. They might as well just play you flag. Can't. They might yeah. as well just play flag football. Yeah, they keep can't. going in the direction they're going. I agree with you. All right, commandment. Next commandment is know your website. Even if you have an in-person draft, your league is going to be run through ESPN, Yahoo, or CBS. I know there's other ones out there, but those are the main ones. Especially if you're doing an online draft, like those, um, what do you call them? Like run-of-the-mill rankings that they put out, those, they're very different. Oh, definitely. And, you know, on the flip side, if you're drafting online, Know the players that you like but are buried in that specific league's rankings. You know, you can always find sleepers that are that are made just because you're on Yahoo or you're on ESPN or you're on CBS. And their algorithm, however they rank their players, doesn't value players that you like late the same way that you do. You know, a Sammy Watkins I've seen has a big difference in ranking in ESPN versus Yahoo. You know, and that can provide just hidden value in and of itself. When you're when you're in an online draft, you're staring at their rankings. The average player in your draft is staring at their rankings. And like, you know where you value players, but you don't know where everyone else values players. So they might, and if they're a novice player, they might not have a strong opinion. They might just be going off the rankings. And those are, and, and then regardless, if a player that you value in like, say the eighth round, is 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 the top ranked player at his position in say the fourth round, you're gonna have to go four rounds of everyone else in your league staring at that player at the top of their queue before you're willing to grab them. You know what I mean? 
And if and if he's your guy, you should you should take him. Just know that maybe in in Yahoo you're not going to get in Yahoo you're going to get you know Sammy Watkins, but in ESPN you're not, or vice versa. You know, in, in Yahoo you're going to get Derrick Henry, but in ESPN you're not. You know, only because of how they are ranked by that very site it has a big big influence on the draft. If you don't believe me, just go do a mock. They're free. Go do a mock on ESPN, go do a mock on Yahoo, and do a mock on CBS Sports. Guarantee you, your teams look a lot different. All right, let's recap. We got the number one number one commandment, know your rules. Number two, have a specific draft plan. Number three, don't panic. Leave your biases at home is commandment number four. Know your website is commandment five. So we're halfway through the commandments. This number six commandment is probably my favorite. I like drafting, I would highly recommend drafting higher upside guys in the middle to late rounds. Draft guys with really high high ceilings as opposed to, you know, the safe guy with, you know, maybe a high floor. I'm trying to hit that mega home run in the middle and late rounds and try and just put the league away. Because you can find average on the waiver wire week to week. Receivers are most position, dime a especially dozen. receiver. They're not like the, the top echelon guys are not a dime a dozen. But if you just need to fill a receiver spot, you can find a guy who's a number two on his NFL team that has a good matchup that week for whatever reason. And you can plug him into your lineup with, with, with pretty good hope, especially if you listen to our podcast. We'll be giving you these guys, these weekly plug and plays throughout the entire season. So you don't have to worry about that. You want to get the high upside guys. You want to get the guys that if they pop, you can't get them out of your lineup. That's what you want to get. Uh, draft high upside in the middle rounds. Commandment seven. Uh, don't draft a quarterback before round eight. Wrong. That's completely correct. Look at the draft all three of us had on Sunday. There are... At least three quarterbacks that should be starting. You can make the argument could be starting that weren't even drafted. Correct. Marcus Mariota, Matt Ryan, and Jared Goff. They're on free agency I, I, right I, I now. It's simple mathematics, you know. At the end of the season, the point differential between the the top echelon quarterbacks and the number twelve quarterback is going to be much lower than the difference between the top echelon running back and the number 12 running back. And same for wide receiver. And that's I, and, 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 and in a passing league, there's just so many quarterbacks out there that have the week-to-week upside uh, to, to, to be a number one quarterback. Yes, you would trust Aaron Rodgers over Marcus Mariota any day. But Aaron Rodgers is probably only going to have I'm just guessing. He's probably only going to have three more uh, quarterback one weeks come end of season than Mariota that's will a, have. That's the at biggest the, lie. At, I the, at the end, at the no, just look at the numbers, man. Just look at the numbers at the end of the year. If they well, both play, we'll have all over a hundred more points than Marcus Mariota. Maybe he scores those all in one week. You know, but you average that out across when you average that out across the. I agree with Jesse. I don't but, know yeah. why you're nudging me. I'm when you Aaron average Rogers. that out across the um, across the season, you know maybe that's maybe maybe he gives up five points a game. 
to Aaron Rodgers on average. Maybe he gives up five points. I 100 percent agree. I like Marcus Mariota this year. I love the, Marcus the, Mariota. I'm the, not. I'm not a, by I'm focusing not on wide receiver and running back versus quarterback, you know, giving up that five points at the quarterback position, you might be getting at least a touchdown difference at the running back and wide receiver uh, position. Well, you if realize, not more, if not more, that's Rodgers what it is. can throw 16 more touchdowns and have 2,000 more yards passing. Than Maybe the Mariota. One right, of those, but I'm just using Mariota as an example. Three, one of those three quarterbacks I just mentioned will Matt Ryan. That'll be Matt Ryan, okay, Matt Jared Ryan. Goff, that's right. that's any one of those guys. Uh, last last year, Cam Newton went in the very late rounds and was the number three or five, depending on what you're scoring for Matt quarterback at the end of the season. The year before that, Matt Ryan. Last year, Alex Smith. You know, you can fuck the year before Matt Ryan. Um, um, Matt Stafford was our guy. Well, you can always say like Kirk Cousins or like somebody like that. Right, man. These guys emerged. Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo for the last five games. Exactly, man. But it's week to week. Um, For the the last five games of the season, Blake Bortles. For the last five games of the season, Blake Bortles was the number one quarterback in all of football. But Jonathan, oh. so that, that is Jonathan, exactly if why. you do that, our point is, is you're shortchanging your running backs and receivers, well, and there's no way to make up that difference well, not, after the draft on free really, agencies. Because you're saying before round eight, I'm saying if you're going to get a guy like last year, I got a guy like Carson Wentz in the seventh round, and I already drafted my team around him. Then I'm fine with that's that. That's fine. Seventh round and eighth round, uh, that's semantics. It's splitting hairs. Yeah, what you're not understanding. I don't is draft between I'm not between using I... a third round draft pick on on Aaron Rodgers no. or Tom Brady and and getting a guy in the tenth round in say like an Alex Smith or Ben Roethlisberger or or, or, or beyond anyone around those levels. You're you're taking seven to eight picks in between there. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that it, it's, saying. it's that's the difference. You're only giving up a, a few points, okay, and you're getting seven picks. Yeah, and I mean I get that. That's what I it is. What but of course, if Aaron Rodgers is in the fifth round, oh, sixth easy, round, easy. You know, he's on my I, I, team. That's value. That's he's on value. my team. He's you on know, anybody's if, team. If Russell Wilson is in the sixth, seventh, eighth round, I know you might not on like Seattle, team. but I don't like that's Seattle. Great but value. You gotta that's get great Russell Wilson just on the sole fact. So we're not, you know, these. This rule isn't 100%. You know, every single draft is an independent market. So you yeah. need to be flexible and, ready and recognize value. But don't reach for quarterback. If you no. don't draft a quarterback at all throughout your entire draft, there will still be plenty of quarterbacks out there that can be weekend and week out starters. Yep. I agree with that. Jameis Winston's not getting drafted. He's out three games. When James he when, Winston, when he comes back, he's, he's he could easily he could easily be a top five quarterback. Oh what? In fantasy football, yardages, yardage and touchdowns, John. He's never proven yardage. He, last year he did. The year before that he did. He was on top five paces. Paces, but he never finished in the top five. Paces. Aaron Rodgers didn't finish in the top five last year. Well, because he was out for eight weeks. That's part of it. Exactly, that's part of it, man. So, you know, it, we're talking about paces. No, we don't have a crystal ball that we're willing to share with you. You know, we're just gonna come off the top of our dome and tell you how we feel. It's a, it, it, yes, of course, it's, it's a crapshoot. That's why no one can guarantee a win. But you can make educated guesses and you can set your team up for success. And honestly, Getting into the playoffs is a skill. And if you follow these rules, you can get into the playoffs. 
obviously there's going to be. You don't have to draft a quarterback early. And it's not the top quarterbacks that we're talking about so much. It's the middle guys that are going as, the, you know, the Drew Breeses of the world this year. You don't need to waste your pick on Drew Brees. You can get that same level of production by just literally streaming a quarterback with good matchups week in and week out. Okay. All right, next one. Uh, there's one exception to this one. Don't draft a tight end before round eight. There's probably like four. No, there's not. There's one, and it's Gronk. I'm not taking Travis Kelsey in the fourth or fifth round. You lost your mind. If he, I'm not if he doing fell it, to the fourth or fifth, not round, I think lost Kelsey. your mind. But honestly, I'm not doing it. I'm taking a. I'm taking a receiver or a running yeah, back. Honestly, you wouldn't take I, Zach Ertz. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. No. I think I can get that. I think there's value more. there. Why? Well, I can get. Trey Burton, a couple rounds later, who I think has a ton of upside. Yeah. We just talked about a ton of guys in the tight end podcast with yeah. a ton of upside. Jordan Reed um, was a guy you liked better than yeah. me. Tyler Eifert, uh, if he could stay on the field. David Njoku. All um, these guys are going late. It's fine. Yeah, I'd rather take the step. And if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to go in on tight end, I'm going to go at the top guy. I'm going to go at the proven guys who can be legitimate fantasy stunts. Like, um, and, and I mean, honestly, that's Gronk. That's Kelsey and Ertz. personally, my number three, if you listen to the tight end podcast, Jimmy Graham, I think he's got double digit touchdowns built into his He won't team. go in the first eight rounds. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't. Uh, he is. He should. He is. He is. I feel like Ertz should. And Ertz is. Ertz is going well before Jimmy Graham. Ertz is going, you know, third, fourth round. All right. We got the last two. Commandment number nine is draft your defense in the second to last pick in the whole draft. But what about Seattle defense? They're no. so good all the time. We no. I can't get them. Jacksonville, like, no. You know when I said my when I my lineup's already set after the seventh round. Why can't I just go get go get a defense? Sparkin, spoken like a nerd. Like that the intern. That's true. my intern yeah. voice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But because. then your in, but then your intern's gonna be a little bit smarter about this. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Now, I say second. I mean, it says second to last pick, like your commandments and everything else. But as I would be a fan of, uh, since I am a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I do really love them, I'd probably get them. If I can't find a pick and someone else came in, like the 12th round. So you're drafting, you're you're breaking the third commandment. I will. Drafting by bias. That's fine if you want to be a fanboy, if you want to be a champion. If I want to be, no, 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 I mean, I, I get that. But then if you want to be a little fan and everything else. You'd get them in the, like the twelfth round, and then you could find your sleeper or anything else, just in case your pick got taken. That's the only thing. Then you don't know who else to pick, and you're scrambling, and you only have a minute. That's why window. you have to have a draft. That's why you have a draft plan. You're not, listening. you're not listening to the commandments at all. There's always a draft plan, but then at the same time, there's like, not. But if you're panicking, breaking yet another commandment and picking a defense, I'm you're, always you're, you're, listen. I'm always panicking. You need to stick to the when commandments. you are at a fantasy draft. This is why we have the commandments for people like you. You just stick to them. Yep, you're right. You stick to them. That's why. Yeah. And I follow these rules, man. You have mad bread to break up. Uh, draft your kicker in the last round. Easy. Kickers, they stink. They're I got stupid. Neil They're Rackers useless. That one year and he died. Yeah. It. I, I, I picked up Greg the leg. What one was year. what was the what was the tight end? Uh, the Titans kicker that. Uh, a Baronis? Rob Baronis. I picked him up in the last round too. Just Boots draft. It. Listen, just. I can give you the best advice about this. Draft the kickers who attempt the most 50-yarders 
the year before that and get them. You must because have you must have listened to our, our kicker preview on the last podcast. Yeah, That's exactly what you're supposed to do. If you were here, you're assigned intern internship. But you know what, Robert? You would know that. But you know what, Robert? I'm, I'm still signed. in school, Rob. You had to do yeah. some homework. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's run through these commandments. Commandment one is know your rules. Two, have a specific draft plan. Three, don't panic. Leave your biases at home. Uh, number five is know your website. Number six, draft high upside in the middle rounds. Seven is don't draft the quarterback before round eight. Eight is don't draft the tight end before round eight. Draft your defense in the second to last round and your kicker in the last round. Those are your 10 draft commandments. Do your best to follow those commandments and you won't you won't necessarily win your league at the draft, but you certainly won't lose it. Don't you'll be an fight. intern. You'll have you you you'll have a lot of leverage to make trades on people off people who didn't follow the commandments. It's the people who don't follow <laughs> these commandments. Those are the those are the, the teams that hit you up for trades before the season starts. I definitely drafted the worst team. We know. Far. We saw it. We were there. <laughs> we were there. And so being we're, glad, we're glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> After the draft, now you're learning. You spent twenty one dollars. Yeah, so you'll be better. You spent twenty one dollars on Carson Wentz. Yeah, because he could have won MVP last year, and he's oh the best God. player in the NFL. Okay, well, when okay. he's not playing till week four, and you have twenty one dollars. Sorry, everybody, I'm an Eagles fan, and well, I don't really not, care. You're not, you're not following the commandments. Uh, listen, I don't want to follow him because I just Clearly. went truly as a fanboy. Well, since you don't want to, I went as a fanboy. Okay, I'm then, sorry. Okay, fanboy intern, John. We're and gonna that's move fine. on. If that's what you want to do, we're gonna that's be fine. fine. But if you want to win, you should listen. And that's, exactly. that's a reason okay. why. Exactly. Since you that's don't want to follow, follow I, drafted, I drafted literally one of the worst teams. Since you don't want to follow the ten draft commandments, you must have some really good uh, breakouts and busts. Definitely some busts. I bet you he's got some really. He's good got busts some good busts on his team. I want to know who his breakouts are, so I know who I talk about in my bust segment. Yeah, but. That's where we're going to move to the for the rest of the podcast because we're, fantasy football We're not matters. doing legit top five potential? Or are we doing that on We can do that. Let's do that right now. Legit yeah. top five potential. That's a legit top five. We'll do legit top five potential, meaning <laughs> players ranked outside the top five consensusly in their position that have the potential to maybe be in there. Yeah, to be in the top five. And then we'll do, some, five we'll do some busts. Because yeah. Fantasy Football Matters podcast, check us out on iTunes, HD Radio, like us on Facebook because fantasy football matters. All right, let's do the legit top five. You want to start a quarterback? Oh, sure. Let's start a quarterback. Okay. I, I think an obvious pick that all three of us, well, maybe not John, but me and you, Jesse, is Andrew Luck. Yeah. He's being still being drafted way too late. He looks healthy. He's slinging it around in preseason. This is boom. What does that mean? Like top five surprise? What are you, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Players yeah. ranked outside the top five that are going to finish inside the top five. They have a real okay. good shot, okay. I think. Okay. And, like, someone you believe yeah, in. Yeah. A couple okay. guys yeah, you yeah. believe no in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yep. Uh, and, I, and I like to take it a little deeper, like, try and get outside the top yeah. I mean, he's, he's thinking Andrew Luck. Obviously, Andrew Luck's one of the elites. He Andrew needs to be Luck talked about, but, but he's not being drafted that Andrew day. Luck is he not went, being drafted. Look. He should be. I paid he eight. should be. I agree. They, they, they polished that O-line trying to get him back. Yeah. Two days ago. Uh, I paid eighteen dollars for Aaron Rodgers. You paid twenty one for Carson Wentz. I did. Andrew Luck went for three dollars. 
Matthew Stafford, who's on my team, went for two. Andrew Luck at three, obviously, is a, is a better buy, I think, in terms of upside than Matthew Stafford. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck, I don't think. But it just goes to show that, one, Andrew Luck is still being undervalued. Of course There's he is. no way he should be, you He's know. He's only played a handful of games in the last two exactly. seasons. Exactly. He All got right. beaten. My quarterback, who's your quarterback? Great question. So many are going late, but I like to start at the very bottom. So many are going undrafted. Yes. Alex Smith, I believe, has a very good shot at be- being a top five quarterback again. I agree. I agree. Again. He was last year. I agree. With he that. was already a top five quarterback. He threw the ball constantly. I don't think he has the weapons he has in Kansas City. Mm. Uh, he doesn't have Tyree Hill, but... He's going to have to throw the ball down the field. Darius Geis is out. They're not going to be able to run the ball the way, you know, to take the ball out of his hand. Well, they just signed Peterson. <laughs> exactly. Cool. They're not going to be able to run the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to have to throw the ball down the field. He's with a, a you know, another offensive, a really good offensive mind. I don't want to call him a genius. Uh, in, in Gruden out in Washington. He's got some weapons, especially if Jordan Reed can stay on the field. Uh, you know, he's got a tight end as a safety blanket. He's got a receiver out of the backfield in Chris Thompson. We'll see what the outside receivers do. I don't think that team is going to be very good. That's the big thing. And that's going to force him to throw the ball down the field. Another thing I really love about Alex Smith, if you look at what uh, Kirk Cousins has done over the last couple years in the Gruden offense, he gets a lot of rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks. And that's something that Alex Smith can do. I don't know if they're design runs. Some of them are. I don't think all of them are. But it means that those holes are there for the quarterback to run in this offense. Alex Smith and Alex Smith's a better way runner. Better athlete. Way better runner. So that's a really nice cushiony floor for Alex Smith. All right, intern John, who's your pick? I don't expect, you know, 35, 40 touchdown passes from Alex Smith, but 25 and maybe five rushing to get him to 30, you know, with the yardage and some rushing yardage. You know, I think that could get him up there close to the top ten. Now, can top I, five. Now, since I wasn't here for the other ones, sure. now can I get an intake on what the top five was, so that the I top know five, you know, the, the top five, whoever's like, on your phone, like there. obviously yeah, so Carson it's, Wentz. It's top five, top five ADP, like average draft position. Who, who's coming off the board? I think we got now? Brady, Rodgers, Wentz, Russell Wilson, yeah. and Deshaun Watson was our top five on the. Positional. Okay, so I would have. So I, I don't think Wentz is going in the top five in most drafts, but yeah, go with it. Okay. Um, I mean, I would have to take Matt Ryan. It's a good one. Um, if anything, I'll take Matt Ryan because one, he still has Julio Jones, and then they just drafted another receiver in Calvin Ridley, who's an Alabama alum, just like Julio Jones, and he was a stud at Alabama, just like Julio. And um, he has, he still has Devontae Freeman, who he can throw out to the backfield. He has tight ends. He has everything that he needs to do to basically yeah, except win. for except for skill. He's just not that good. Top ten, yeah. Top five. I don't see him. I leading. thought it was a pretty good pick. All right, let's move on to running back no. Jesse. Matt, Matt Ryan is just not that good. He's going to fall back towards his career average. Okay, he's going to be better uh, than I think, last Ryan, year. I think Matt Ryan's going to have a good year. He's going to be better than last year because that, that was his Matt career Ryan low. Should be he doesn't have thirty on a team in a competitive twelve-person league. I agree. Uh, he should be on a team, but he should be in a platoon. He's not an everyday starter. 
He doesn't have that overall upside. Okay. You lost your mind. All right. What That's do you fine. Mean? I, I, he I'm is sorry great. I know the numbers. He's he great. hasn't been ever. Except he had one good year in his entire career. So is Cam. He's always Cam is always a top three or five quarterback in fantasy football and in and in real life. In fantasy football. Because of the rushing Cam ran for 738 yards last year. A quarterback ran for more yardage than half the running backs in the league. What are you talking about, intern? You need to sit back and learn. All right. Before you get some this mic. Educate him about some running backs, Jesse. Did we get all of our quarterbacks? Did he? Yeah, we had three quarterbacks. Mine was out. Mine was Andrew Luck. Yours we're was we're Alex Smith. Doing one? We're only doing one. All right. Fine. You wanted? What do you want? How many you want to do? I want to throw Tyrod in there. Oh, okay, obviously, you have fine. to throw him in there. Got their tie rod in there. To. Got the weapons. Yeah, we'll keep Might it. have the O-line. There's three Got the wheels. I think he, I mean, I don't project him in the top five. I would not be surprised if he finished in the top five. 500 rushing yards yeah, well, as when a minimum. The Browns are one and minimum. Seven. Minimum. Yeah. When the Browns minimum. are one and seven on November 1st, and, they and start Baker, Baker Mayfield's going to yeah. be in there, that's just too risky for me. But, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it to one each. And you can, since you like honorable mentions so much, we'll give you the honorable mention. You don't like honorable mentions, Rob? Wait, can I, I throw up, can I throw in another one since I got Jesse all wild up and everything else? Um, I would like to throw in – sorry about that. Um. Could have at least had it ready. Ben Roethlisberger. It's not it's a, a bad one. one as well. And another guy who's got I'm sorry all the I'm naming all these old heads and everything else, but like no, he's got the weapons. These guys aren't bad. They have weapons. I we're not, we're not talking about aren't bad. We're talking about elite, elite fantasy well, no, no, no. upside. Of course, we elite already named the top upside. five elite. Then we're going into that second tier who are going to get you them points. No, 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 no. We're talking about the second tier, third tier. Who are go- who who have a really good shot? We believe are going to get you completely elite value. We want guys who are going to finish the year top five, who are not being drafted ben top five. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm a great say, pick. I'm say that again. Much better than Matt Ryan pick because Big Ben has shown the pace and has the ability and the offense to put up big, big, big elite fantasy production. Yeah. I mean, AB alone. And my second one will be Matt Stafford. He's never never ranked in the top five. Never. He's always he throws for a never bunch of yards. Never finishes in the top five except for once when he had Megatron. But uh, he's retired. Okay, well your your pick isn't even going to start the whole year in Tyrod Taylor. That was my honorable mention, and yes, he will. Okay, uh, Matt I Stafford. Think, I think he will too. I honestly. Matt Stafford will score more more be higher ranked, ranked close to the top five if he's not in the top five than Alex Smith. That's uh, for sure. Tyrod, well, Alex Smith and Tyrod will both average more points than that set. Fantasy. See, then you put in that cat average because he's going to get benched after eight games. So his average is going to be good. He's going to be <laughs> tri- benched not because he's bad, but because his team's one and seven. Because I've, I watch hard knocks. That team doesn't They're have, not good. They They're don't not. have a fucking clue how to win football Put your games. money where your mouth is. We can go. Hugh Jackson's not a good coach. They need to get rid the, of him. The team's horrible. The team stinks. We can move over to okay, running backs. go back. ahead. Start off running backs then. Uh, this is a cop-out. It's going to, it, you know, it, it's it's not as late of a pick as it, I normally like to get. Like like to give. It's not a cop-out if he's ranked outside the consensus top five. Joe Mixon, I think, is, Mixon. Could, could, should blow up this year. Love Joe Mixon. I don't Eagle. see why. I don't why? see why not. I don't see why he won't. Uh, he has. He has. He should get the workload. They gave it to him the end of the year last year. 
Uh, I don't think Giovanni Bernard is going to demand touches away from him. He's, you know, he can fill in a little bit for him. Mixing can do it in the rushing and the receiving game. <laughs> what more do you need? He's, I mean, he's got the talent. Look at his college film, you know. <laughs> he's got the talent. He lost a little weight in the offseason, but, you know, that's just a storyline. Right. That's semantics. All right, I'm going to take my man, Derrick Henry. No. He, he won't catch Down in Tennessee. Ball. That's true. It's more of a standard. It's more of a standard pick. I like pick. that pick in a standard draft. I think he's going to give you, I don't think he's going to give you, I think he breaks out this year. I think he showed well when DeMarco Murray was being DeMarco Murray last year and just stinking up the joint down in Tennessee. I thought he showed well. Great power back. He's going to get the goal line work. So Derrick Henry in standard leagues has legitimate top five potential. I agree. Definitely the potential. Goal line work will be the biggest thing. DeMarco Murray took quite a bit away from him last year, if you remember. Oh, he was getting paid. Of course, he's going to get the game. I don't know why. I mean, that shouldn't be. It made no sense. It's su- terrible. It's, it's sunk cost. The worst. Once, you, once, once you sign that contract, it's sunk cost. Like, it's. it's. I mean, money's money. Right. But anyway, um, I just don't. I don't know. New regime and head coach. Two, he had they two. Run the he ball. had two big yards or a yardage or big, two big plays. Uh, in like the fourth quarter in, in like burnout time, if you remember last year. Like that two counts. long. It, it counts. counts. It definitely counts. But, you know, it, it could be fluky to repeat those plays. That's the only thing I don't like. And this new head coaching staff, they brought in Deion Lewis. Makes me think that they might want a more versatile back. I just don't know if I trust his hand. There's room for both of them. There's room for both of them because, I mean, Corey Davis on the outside is unproven. Rashard Matthews is – he's Rashard Matthews. And Delaney Walker is yeah. – Middle of the road tight. All right. Who's yours? In turn, who's your first pick for running back? For boom. For boom. For boom. Because I have a good bust. I Big can't boom. wait to give these guys okay. later. Big it's going to be a good one. Uh, but my boom, I mean, has to be a given. It's going to be um, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he's not a top. He's not a top five running back. That's a PPR pick, right? That is a PPR. I mean, I can give you my standard pick. If That's you really want. Do it when we come back around. Yeah. Um, but in a PPR, I think Kirsten McCaffrey will have a good year. As much as I hate saying that, like, why do you hate saying that? I don't. He's know. a good player. He had 80 catches last year. He was a rookie. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just. I'm not a big fan on him, but at the same time, I'm a big fan as a fantasy person. He can get you good numbers, he can get you good catches, he can get you the touches. Maybe this year he breaks out in yards. You just never know. He might be the next. I would, I, Westbrook. I would, He's yeah, Westbrook. Westbrook. He's a Westbrook. Yeah. I didn't want to say Tight that. Player. I didn't want to say that an Eagles Westbrook fan, was but. a better in between tackles runner than McCaffrey. I understand, but, but the jury, the the jury the is. Numbers. The jury is still kind of out on McCaffrey. He could, I don't believe him as an in-between the tackle runner either, but he could get there. He could. And if he does run in between the tackles yeah. for any Mike. type of success, he's definitely going to be a top five running back in PPR because he's going to catch 80 balls. All right, Jesse, your second running back. Legit top five potential. Oh, these aren't honorable mentions yet? No, we'll just do two each. We'll do two each. Six total since we got the intern. Thanks, guys. In yeah. rotation here, too. Jesse, don't take too long. No promises. <laughs> Royce Freeman could get all the work in Denver. 
I'm not a Devonta Booker believer. No, he's terrible. And when I'm talking about jumping into the legit top five, becoming a potential one overall back, I guess, eventually, I want a guy that can run between the tackles and can also catch the ball. And that's in both PPR and standard. It's just, I'd rather have a multi-tooled, multi-faceted back who's going to be involved in the entire offense as opposed to a back who's only going to be involved in one aspect or the other. And I think, I think Royce Freeman's receiving game is underrated, undervalued by some people. Defense should be decent, should keep him in the game, keep him in good field position. Don't be surprised if we're talking about Royce Freeman in the top, you know, 10. Oh, he's, backs next he's, I think so too. I mean, everyone has him projected to be like one of the best rookie running backs besides Barkley. Like, you know, Barkley's going to have a monster here, but Freeman's going to have, I mean, what they're projecting, at least over 900 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. And you hit the nail on the head with Devontae Booker. He's terrible. Yeah. Uh, he's no, he might be a little bit of a threat at first, but... Give me a break. The, they, they wouldn't have Royce Freeman there. So if Devontae Booker could cut it, he can't. Devontae Booker, I've been relying on him since he I Never. Don't ever. Anybody. Don't get him on your team. Ever. He is terrible and he's a waste of a spot. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> don't about be sorry. Devontae Freeman. It's true. Like, I'm sorry, Booker. but like Booker. you. Devontae Booker. Yeah, Devontae Booker. I'm sorry. I, I know you got my, my blood boiling about him. Because <laughs> I drafted him early a couple of years, and he did nothing. And uh, Well, that was your first. I was drafting Devontae Booker early. When was he a Well, no, early not early. Draft? I'm just – no, early in his career. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like I thought I would get him as a sleeper, and then the next year, like, yeah, yeah I can he, get him again. Yeah, and then, yeah. Never broke out. Never broke out. It happens. Like, uh, but, all right, my last one before we move on to receiver – Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, I'm not a fan of his team, but I can't forget what he did down the stretch last year. I can't even. For Miami, he played unbelievable. And he's going, his average draft position was out of whack at the beginning of August. He was going way too early. And I think that that has leveled off to the point where he's actually a steal now. Uh, based on his average draft position. Game flow might hurt him a lot because I think they're going to be a terrible team, the Miami Dolphins. But, I mean, I like him to... If he can duplicate what he did down the stretch when he got the starting job for a full season, that's a big-time steal and is definitely legit top-five material. Now, um, it's my pick. Is it? We're moving See, to receivers now. No, no, you skip my pick. So, real quick, um, I mean, I'm thinking of like a top 15, 20 guy, like who can really late rounds, everybody else might know. As an Eagles fan, I'm going to say Cleary Komet. As legit, as legit top five running back no, no, overall. Not, not, not That's top what we're five. talking about. But like, yeah, That's the name of the segment. I got some names. I got some names. Go Let ahead, Jesse. Let me know how you feel. I'm just going to throw them out there and tell me how you feel. Right? Carlos Hyde, all three of the Packers running backs, if any one of them takes over the job for the whole season. Right? Uh, Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly, no. 
Follow us Jeremy high on, like, Hill and Bilal Powell. Bilal so, Powell, I hate. Jeremy Hill, Bilal Powell, Bob Kelly. It'd be Carlos All Hyde. three of the of the Green Bay Packers backs. My favorite out of that Carlos group is Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Well, he's also going to the top off the list. Um, yeah, why the top like Carlos off Hyde? Because, I mean, it's more by default. But, um, I don't know. I watched Nick Chubb run in the preseason. Looks good. I wasn't really... He doesn't look good. Carlos Hyde looks good. Carlos Nick Hyde looks... And this and then, is an offensive line that everyone last year was saying was supposed to be a breakout offensive line, might be the top three in the league. And they never really came around to that. That can really no, help a guy like Carlos Hyde. But I, I haven't really seen much from Nick Chubb. What about the Packers back? I mean, they're gonna be pucky, they're gonna be hucking it. The Packers back, the running I mean, Ty Montgomery is a receiver by trade, but he has running back eligibility. He could be like a, you know, kind of a cheat code, Travis Shaw, Anthony Rizzo at second base in fantasy baseball, kind yeah. of a. I know Jamal. I mean, if you were kind of a play involved in that, he could be like, a, what was that? What did the Chiefs do? They put like Anthony Thomas at wide receiver and yeah. Yeah. act or like yeah, yeah. that's exactly Dexter, what he Dexter is. Cluster or like somebody else. Like he's one of those. He's a small receiver who could be running back. He's one. Of those. He's running back eligible. He's a wide receiver who they converted to running back because they had nobody. Got that eligibility. That's all that matters. He does. He does. I think Aaron Jones is actually my favorite of the bunch. Now, Aaron Jones is suspended. Two games. For two games. Long season. It is a long season. I think he's the best of the bunch. All right. Now, legitimate top five guys. Not guys like Corey Clement. Guys who can legitimately finish in the top five. Sorry. I'll be on point. Receiver. Sorry. You're up first. Me? Correct. Dude, oh boy. I mean, legitimate top five receivers. I don't know who you're putting in the top five. Maybe we. The, the main guys. Who's not who a the main, main guys? guys? Different. There's Never different mind. projections to different everything else. You and know, you should know who. Yeah, the here's top the top five. guy that I think is far enough down the list that I don't mind throwing out there that I really love. As I would take him as my number one overall wide. I would take him as my team's number one wide receiver. My fantasy yeah. team's number one wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton, because Absolutely. of the Andrew Luck being healthy scenario, I think that just makes for T.Y. being an awesome value. And this is a guy who can easily have you know 80 to 90 receptions, push 1,300 yards, and now he's obviously more of a PPR play because of this, but uh, I, I could see anywhere from five to nine, eight, nine touchdown receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if some of his big plays break for touchdowns. Yeah. I think he's being underdrafted. You know, this is a guy who was going as a num- as people's number one wide receiver uh, for years, and people have just forgotten that he played all season while Andrew Luck was not there. And he's still a good stats. Uh, my guy like that is Amari Cooper. Yeah. If he's my top receiver, I won't be mad about it at all. He's not Odell, he's not Julio, he's not Keenan Allen is in my top five. Love that pick. Hopkins and Antonio Brown. Those are the top five. So we're looking for guys not named those guys that could supplant one of those guys as a top five scorer. I think Amari Cooper can do that. He's the focal point of the Raiders passing attack. I'm not sure how much I believe John Gruden running the ball, pounding the rock there. I think he's gonna get throw happy. I think he likes his quarterbacks. 
And I think he likes his quarterbacks throwing the ball rather than handing it off. I think he's going to be throwing enough for yep. Mari Cooper to he's jump into that healthy, top five. And he's got to get past those concentration drops. Uh, th- those are the only things holding that young okay. man now, back. Do you but take, he should get all the yeah, targets. You're going to take a shot at it? Yeah, I mean... Who do you like that's no. not an obvious top five guy? So not Anton. My big guy is Mike Evans. Okay. Um, I think he's a, t- he, I mean, he's huge. He's a specimen. So Very all talented. you have to do is just throw up the ball. He'll get a touchdown or he'll get a big play. He's always known for that big play. Even with Fitzpatrick throwing to him, Winston should already know, throw the ball deep to him and he'll catch it. They've and got other weapons around him now though. He's not getting the volume that he got in his big year. Because they don't know how to use him in that offense. But at the same time, they might figure it out this year where they should know to just throw it to 13. Yeah. See, the offensive coordinator and the coach has not, have not changed. So I don't see why you can expect him, expect a different He's, result. And Winston's out for three games. Yeah, but you got to realize a backup quarterback always throws deep. Always tries to do the desperation thing to try to keep himself as a starting quarterback. I think he's Mike going Evans, a good so value. He's going a good value. I wouldn't he's outside the top five. I wouldn't be surprised if he finished in the top five. Yeah. He wouldn't be my right, pick. I think T.Y. Hilton finishes above Mike Evans okay. in all formats. Yeah. All right, who's your second and receiver? he's going after him. Mm-hmm. Might sound like a little bit of a cop-out, but uh, Josh Gordon. You can Josh, have him. Josh Gordon might be the number one overall receiver again. Again. That happened in 2001. If he can get rid of those demons, look, really I'm not. really I'm really rooting for Josh Gordon. He's a Did tremendous talent. Dez finished top receiver multiple years. Dez doesn't have a team, bro. Josh Gordon shouldn't have a team either, but this is but he does. Crazy. He shouldn't have a team. He does have a team. Yeah, he does. He has a team. He's, He's on the Browns. Team that said no to Dez. Really rooting for really rooting well, for him. Hope he gets his demons straightened out, but I can't risk. I'm rooting for him too. He could if he be, plays. If he plays 16 games, what, what do you think his final numbers are? He'll be over a thousand yards. He'll have seven Jarvis touchdowns. We'll get over a thousand yards on that team. Jarvis is number one. Jarvis is is is. Jarvis is not. They're different receivers. They're used differently. In Todd Haley's vertical offense, the ball is going to be thrown up for jump balls. That is what That's Josh, Josh Gordon, does. Gordon does. Jarvis Landry's going to get 100 catches. We'll see. I don't know if he'll be peppered. Jarvis Landry might get 100 catches and not even get 1,000 yards. I don't know if he'll be and peppered probably, with targets like he was. And probably you might be right. We'll see. But, I mean, I see where you're going with Josh Gordon, but I, I can't I can't spend a draft pick on him with all he's 1,412. That's wow, that's a bold number. Easily be his. That's a bold he could do number. that, but he'll do easily that on someone number. else's team. He won't I'm be doing honestly, it on my team. If, if it's all sixteen, I'm going to give him twelve hundred plus and eight, and that jumps you into. Okay, well, we just went from five. wait, we just went from fourteen hundred and twelve as his, uh, as his that, very as his very upper echelon to what I if for what I project for sixteen games, twelve and eight. Fine. Okay, uh, my last my last one. So I, I'll take if Case Keenum can replicate anything what he did last year. Demarius Thomas is going at an incredible value and could easily 
get up there in the top five. You won't see it happen, but I don't think he's like a fits, but um, you know, he could be. I mean, Jesse's a Sam Bradford fan. I'm certainly not. Oh god. Uh, I think Case Keenum is better than Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, he's got all this arm talent and skill. He's always hurt, and he's really not even that good when he's healthy. So he's like I, skinnier than street poles. I mean, I like Demarius Thomas finishing ahead of Larry Fitzgerald. So I think Demarius Thomas could jump back up and prove that he's an elite receiver. I agree with you on that one. I think Case Keenum is somewhat for real. That's Part of the reason the trash that Demarius has been dealing with for years. Now. Last yeah, year was besides Peyton Manning. Last year was terrible. Well, last year Peyton. Was last trash. year was terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely trash. But then a couple of past years. Who you got next? Um, if I'm gonna do a PPR league instead of a standard league, I'm going to take um, Julian Edelman as okay, one how, of my top players. Okay, that's fine. Um, because of receptions, yards, everything else. I mean, he puts up the points as a wide receiver. I mean, they, there's they've nothing... cut all their wide receivers. They really have any, so that's a good pick. I mean, as a PPR guy, I mean, that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, he will finish within that top five, top six, top seven. All range. right, we'll do one t- tight end each. We're running low on time. We'll do one tight end each, and then we'll Corey get Corey Davis, cuts. Sammy Watkins. I love Corey Davis. ABTO. Yep. Nelson Aguilar, Keelan Cole. Any comments on any of those? I like Corey Davis. Who was the first one? Sammy Watkins. Sammy I know you Watkins. like. I like Sammy Watkins too. Uh, we'll see if Mahomes can get get on the ball, feed multiple mouths on that. Corey Davis is one too. He was Corey one. Davis would be my favorite on uh, on that get list there. Okay, tight end. One tight end. Jesse go. Oh. Tight end, deep, uh, that I would say would jump into the top five. <sighs> it's going to have to be your boy, Trey Burton. If he's really utilized like the Travis Kelsey in that offense, his pepper targets and hits that touchdown uh, potential that Kelsey showed last year of getting around, you know, 1,000 yards and eight receptions, uh, you know, that, that's got to be enough to throw you in the top ten or excuse me, in the top five of tight ends. I don't think anyone around him has a better shot no, at I totally agree. At their, at their height. All right, I'm going to go deep sleeper. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ricky Seals-Jones. We talked about him in the tight end podcast. He can get up the field. You know, and that's what you're looking for if you're waiting that long on tight end. A guy you can get at the back of the draft that, you know, could give you top five. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones... He could do that. He had, he showed some potential next year. Intern. I'm gonna go with Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham is a top five tight end. Well, yeah, that's not, fine. Jordan Reed ranking. and Tyler Eifert provide awesome, awesome value. Obviously, huge, huge injury risk. Uh, so you know, if you can get them, if you can get them and get another tight end with them, you know, just for safety net. I think that's. I think they're providing awesome value. Shit. If either one of Reed or Eifert play thirteen to sixteen games, guaranteed in the top five. Okay. I don't mean why. Why you're hating on me? Jimmy Graham has, has. He hasn't been a good tight end in fantasy 
for the last couple of years. I know Seattle yeah, didn't ten, use him, bro. Ten, he can't ten, touch ten, ten, ten touchdowns. He's, he's, not, touch he's, he's, not, he's not one of the best tight ends in the league anymore. I have him as my number three tight end. Really? I do. I have him fourth. I have him over Ertz. Over Greg Olson? Over yes. Olson, over Ertz. Wow. Yeah. I have Ertz over him. Ooh. I have Ertz over Graham, then I have Graham. He's currently going number four. Brown, All right, so let's Kelsey, let's rattle off some busts. Sorry, I just had a. It's okay. You let's rattle off some. Let's rattle off some busts. Rapid fire, whatever position you want. Who's just the guy you're just staying away from? Not believing in. You want to kick it in, kick it off in turn? Um. Yeah, and it is a running back who I'm. I mean, everyone's liking him, but at the same time, I'm not. And it is Derek McKinnon. From the 49ers. Jarek McKinnon. I agree. That's a good pick. I like that. I'm not, uh, I won't be I'm drafting not a big fan of him. He gets hurt every year. He proved it with the with the Vikings last year. Like when he had a couple he had a couple years to start and be the man, and he was never the man. Yeah, they played Matt Asiato over him. Yeah, I'm like with you. come on, let's get real here. Like there's no point to make him a number two running back. Make him a late round pick, and he is a bust waiting to happen. I agree, Jesse. Honestly, this is a stretch of the word bust because I think it'll still provide good value. But I don't think Alvin Kamara replicates the numbers that he did last year. It's going to be hard to. And mainly because touchdowns touchdowns are so fickle. And he was putting up Jamal Charles' numbers. I would not be surprised. Jamal Charles was good. Yeah. Right. But Alvin Kamara did it for one year. And not even a whole year. Yeah, uh, and I just don't, and, you know, you have to be able to break those big plays for touchdowns like Jamal did year in and year out. And the years that Jamal didn't do that, Jamal wasn't a top three back. Um, so I'm not saying he's going to be a complete bust, like he's going to be outside the top 20. Yeah. Unless, you know, part, you know, unless there's injury or whatever, especially in PPR, because he's going to get the ball thrown to him. Uh, but especially in standard formats, it's more of a standard bust. I'm not expecting that touchdown. I would never draft him in the standard league. A lot no. of people are. A lot of people no. are. In the standard league, no way. I, w- uh, I would not trust that touchdown. No way. Stefan Diggs will not be on any of my teams. And for me, throw Adam Thielen right in there. I'm sorry. That's I'm, fine. I'm we can, I we can, we can package them together. Yeah. We can put Kirk Cousins on that. I'll take the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, he's a fucking fraud. No, we can't take the whole Vikings. I like I'm t- It's my pick, and I'm going to take uh, the whole Vikings. None of them will be on my team. Stefan Diggs, the only reason he was as good up high up the ladder, the pecking order of receivers last year in fantasy, is because of his touchdowns. He didn't even reach 1,000 yards. I don't think he replicates his touchdowns with Kirk Cousins. I think it's going to be hard for Kirk Cousins to do, give that team what Case Keenum did last year. And I, Adam Thielen, is he really like an elite, elite receiver? I don't know that yet. So my pick is the Minnesota Vikings wide receivers. Both I would of them say being the Minnesota drafted. Vikings in general besides Dalvin Cook. That's fine. Okay. I got kind of a feel pick. Go ahead. I think Russell Wilson is going to be a bust. Bust. I, I mean, think I think he's going to be a bust. I've been trying to say that. I think I think the Seahawks stink. I don't think they have That's a clue. Man. I would not be surprised if this is like the first year that he actually gets hurt and can't play because that line is so bad. Their offense is so bad. Their defense is so terrible. He's going to be out there trying to make plays when he's out there. Would not be surprised if he gets absolutely lit up this year and, and, and does not produce a top five value. 
I also wouldn't be surprised if he was the number one quarterback overall because he puts the whole team on his back, yeah. runs for 700, throws Absolutely 38 not. touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised either. But I, I, it's a feeling It's a feeling pick. It's a gut feeling. Yep. I agree with you. All right, you got another bust? Uh, any position? Any, yeah. Anything you want. Um, my bust would probably be... I mean, you already said all the Vikings players, but um, I am really not a true fan of... What's his face? Um, Devontae Adams. Not a bad... He's... His only upside is he has Aaron Rodgers. He has Aaron Rodgers. But he never really shown he can be the true number one. Except for last year. He didn't have Aaron Rodgers for all that year. He still put up number one numbers. But he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. That's a big part of his Right, he still put up the numbers. He put up the numbers after Aaron Rodgers left. In standard, you've got to take Devontae Adams. You can easily get 15 touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he could, but then at the same time, I'm saying he might be a bust. The intern doesn't like him. I hear you. I don't think he, he's not like a, I don't think he'll ever get threat. 15 touchdowns. He's not he a threat no chance. To, to bust a big play. No, you're right he's about not that. A, he's not going to run away from anybody. He's not going to juke anyone. He's not a tall guy. All right, my last bust, I'll mm-hmm. go with the quarterback. Uh, Drew Brees is being drafted on name. He had 23 touchdowns last year. He's going to have around that this year again. They're committed to running the ball down there. Don't get caught up in draft day and drafting Drew Brees' name or the fact that he's going to be the all-time leading passer in the league in, like, week six. Like, none of that stuff matters. Take other higher upside quarterbacks. Drew Brees being drafted way too high. Based on his draft position, he's a bust. I'd take Big Ben over him. I'll take Mm -hmm. Smith and Mariota over him. Smith, Stafford, Luck. At their value, like, period, because I think they have more upside. It, Drew Brees does not need to throw the ball like he used to. They nope. have a better team. But and he also, Ingrid's spe- suspended for four games, which might help him for hurts their, first hurts their whole offense. Right. If you do happen to have him, I would look to move him if he does perform well after In the first, first four games. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you on that. Try and move him yep. as a top three guy. I, I think come, come end of season, he's going to be much closer to last year's stats than he will be to you know his career norm and average. Agreed. All right, that'll do it for the 10 Draft Commandments. Legit Top 5 Podcast, Because Fantasy Football Matters. Intern John Burke, Jesse King, I'm Rob Brinkman. If you missed anything, check us out on HUD Radio, iTunes, or our Facebook page, Because Fantasy Football Matters. Till next time, peace. Peace.